Good morning, good morning. It's 127 in the morning, and I've been tossing and turning ever since I lied down to go to bed. I've just been tossing and turning and tossing and turning and tossing and turning. And I'm like, God, in and out the tossing and turning, I'm like, God, yes. Yes, God. What do you want to say? Because I never want to be in a place where I'm not open to hear what he has to say. And I came this far. Not even making assumptions. Not even trying to figure it out. Or not trying to put my own words to it. Or even my own deeds. Just simply listen. And hear what he has to say. And it's easy said than done. God gave me a a very quick dream. I was in this huge hotel. Very big. It was like a worldwide hotel. And everyone was responsible to get their loved ones to a better place. A better place to survive. And here I am with my son escaping the hands of the enemy. And the enemy wasn't trying to let us go, but I made a way of an escape. And I had to get my son to safety in a place of survival where we could start you know, a fresh start, me and my son, and it's pretty much as God has allowed me to escape the past. And that was not an easy journey in this dream because it's a huge hotel. And you're still, it's like all of us are being chased who's trying to escape. I mean, who has escaped and continue to go further. You don't know which way to go, which way is the right way to go, which way is the wrong way to go on your own accord. But all you do is listen to your spirit within you telling you to go left, go right. It's the second dream I had like that. The first one was about, you know, helping freeing people mental slavery due to God taking me to the Underground Railroad. The same as he did to Harriet Tubman, but she was there physically and I was there spiritually. But I still saw naturally in the dream everything that took place. But this huge hotel, the carpet is red velvet and the walls are red velvet. The curtains are red velvet. And here we are. I'm responsible for my son. And I'm going, it's like my spirit telling me every turn to make and knowing that I'm still being chased. And the thing about it is, it's not that the enemy is chasing me. It's that the enemy is still around Now, he has nothing in me, but he's still around to continue to search. And that goes for all of us. People in the hotel was panicking and screaming and shouting. I'm just very calm, very still, and very intuitive to what my spirit man is saying. Because it's not just about me getting away. It's about me also, my son. And God knows I don't play about being a mother. Especially of a child who I'm responsible for. And God is holding me accountable of it all. And I went to, I went up the elevator, looked around. Uh, the enemy was getting close. Went down the elevator. 
The spirit was telling me to go this way, it went that way, that way. It was like a, a long, like, oh God. For it to be a short period of time, it felt like it was a forever type of thing. And God keeps showing me the uh, omega symbol, like right now, the end, the end. I'm in the end, and the end never ends. Do you understand? When God say the end, that's the outcome. He's the beginning and the end, meaning that he's in control of it all, of everything about you. You submit your life to him, he's responsible for it. Everything that's taking place in your life in the will of God is because that's how God wanted to be. And make a long story short, it's so many levels to this hotel. I was at the top level. I was like, Jesus, we had to make it all the way down to the bottom and get outside. When I made it outside of the hotel, I still could feel the enemy. See, the thing is, you know how you shake somebody off real fast and they lose you real for a second? I shook him off real quick and I lost him. And I went, he went up the elevator and I saw him go up and I went down. Jesus, my God. Oh my God, I was like, I shook him, he thought I was, go- he thought I was go- upstairs, and I was like, nah, he don't even know, I just got, got off the elevator from coming down, de- about to go downstairs, my God, so he going all the way up to the top floor, and I got plenty of room, because I'm all the way in the middle floor, making it, you know, halfway down to escape on out, because he made it to go all the way back up, lost me, and I made it outside, there's so many people outside, like, who made it outside, just like, woof, like, we made it, out this door, and then all of a sudden I entered into this room. It was very dark. And all I could see is these demons trembling. And I see two lions, identical lions, look right at me and was beginning to speak to my spirit. And that was God and that was Christ. Your life is in my hands. Your life is not your own. It don't matter what it looks like. It's still not your own. It's my will over your life. It's my way over your life. And they keep saying that. Moving forward, they keep saying. Moving forward. New life. New start. Don't be afraid of the new start. And I'm not afraid. He's not saying I'm afraid. What he's saying is don't be so open the entire time. And try to close up a little bit now. Stay open. Because you know when you be around someone and you know what they're about to say. And you're not ready to hear what they're about to say. So you try to avoid what they're about to say. That's what God is doing with me right now. He's doing that right now. He's not playing about his plan. He's not playing about my yes. Because he knows how serious my yes is. I came this far. When you're used to doing things and you know what you're doing, even though it's not the right thing, but you still know what's taking place. With God, you don't have to. And you still trust. 
I'm a little nervous about the fresh start. I never had a fresh start. God said, all I want you to do is yield. And I yield. I yield, God. Say, I got this. Got you. Your future is in my hands. And not just your own. But also your son. Your entire family. Is blessed because of your obedience. And. God is so on me right now, guys. Like, God always lay with me, lie with me and everything. But tonight when I was, like, pretty much saying, wait a second, God, the last one. He been laying right on my back. Like, I'm not going anywhere. My word will remain. My plan will remain. And it will not change. It's already been written. There are some major changes God wants me to make. And then that certainly don't mean that they're permanent changes. But they're changes that work out for my good. You don't come this far and say, okay, God. But I wouldn't be honest if I say it's not easy to just quickly say, okay, God. Because I didn't even see this coming the way how it came at me. But I understand. I understand. And then God just said to me, he God, you record everything. He played the recording back in my face the moment that I said, and I even shed it on a podcast. God, <laughs> it was like you ever been confronted with something? Someone heard you say something. You say, "I ain't say that." They, they put it back in your face. Like, hear you? You hear yourself saying it? He's like, oh, you know, what I'm you can't deny it. I wouldn't deny it, but he just replayed back what I said, and I was excited about any change. Because I was excited about God's will. And I understand where he's going with this. What do you want me to say? Open up. I'm open. I'm open. Continue. Continue reading. would not let me sleep y'all and guess what I'm not even tired I done tossed and turned so many times I'm not even I don't even want to go back to bed but wow God I mean just look what he's doing in my life you understand you see this you hear this up like this just like this you saying words like that just like that God change your life in a matter of second just like that and it's never for the worse it's always for the greater 
Never be afraid of the greater. Never be afraid of the greater. And I'm not. I yield it over to you. I yield my feelings over to you. I yield my ways over to you. I yield my emotions over to you. And I yield my thoughts over to you. Have your way. Whatever you want to do, just do it. Yes. He wanted to hear yes. Oh, God. You're so specific. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. I don't want to give God a response that's not necessary to the encounter. You understand? Because this is a moment where you want to cheer your butt off. Shout your butt off. Praise your butt off. And I am with my head going down like this towards my chest. No way. I didn't come that far for that type of praise. Hallelujah, God. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, God. God, I trust you. I trust you. God, I trust you. Okay. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. God is speaking so much about so much change. So many positive changes. And God say permanently. Permanently. And I've learned to catch the entire word permanently. And it's a great permanently. And he's saying right now, ending period. Ending period. This is the ending period. To experience the permanently. And it gave me a dream of me having to get my son into a new place of living. And it's not even just always natural. It's also spiritual. You understand? Even mental, a place of living. You have to be stable mentally, emotionally as well. I don't know everything my son was going through when I was out of the will of God, but I know one thing. I never seen him so happy as I do right now. And my son never complains. Never, ever. I, never, I didn't raise him that way. Never ever in his heart to complain about anything. He's 14 years old and so grateful how I raised him. It don't matter what anyone serve him to eat or what he do over your house. He's going to continue his chores. That's just how he is because I raised him that way. And he's going to eat whatever you serve him that's appropriate. Let me say that. But I wouldn't send him to the house who eat un- you know, inappropriately. He never complains and say, I want anything. All he know how to say is thank you. He'd rather just say, let me say it that way. He'd rather just say, thank you. My mom has him going over her house most of the time because she's like, you know, <laughs> trying to teach my nephew to <laughs> and other kids. And guess what? Iron sharpens iron, baby. No one at fault for anything 
where you have help receive the help. My life changed and it changed my son's life for the better. Like right now, he's quiet. When he hit my mouth, oh, he's up, listening. I close this door at night because I don't, I know I, I don't want to be loud, but I pray and I tend to get loud sometimes, but not too loud because you don't understand. You got to, you know, be respectful for those who are around you and your community. But every time I leave out my room, his door's open. I was like, I did not just close this door. He wants to hear. He wants to hear. <laughs> Here I am wanting to see. He wants to hear. I want to hear too, but you know what I'm saying? I'm a seer. And he likes to hear. Always wanting to hear. And I thank God that the changes have been made for me and my son. Because of my obedience. Your obedience affects your children, I'm trying to tell you. I'm not an argumentative person. I never was an argumentative person. To be honest, I was the person who always got taken advantage of. Even so close to home. And I was like, what in the world? And I always managed to push past that hurt to not even allow it to be a fence but it still bothered me but I never allowed the people to see and I even would never testify specifically what took place because I forgave them and I don't want to put no one out there like that that's how kind I am. Most people be like, you know what? It happened to me, man. I'm going to testify this. But I'm mindful how I testify. It was regarding another person. Because people can listen and they can feel some kind of way on what happened to you. Jesus. And I'm aware of that. I understand. I'm aware of that. And my mom, she said to me, you are such a strong woman. And I used to always be like, my mom always, like the females always, even the males, they always came to me about advice, always came to me about this. I even had some who felt some kind of way, like I don't want to come to her. I mean, I'm older than her, but you know, I, I, I need her, forget it. I need, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. It ain't even about me, it's about God in me. What you think God is doing as I'm sitting here still loving while you still being mean? He's building. He's been building all along. Every time every door closed, he's building. Every time someone said no, when they say yes, he's building. And then somebody trying to tear me down, he's still building. Every time I was disregarded, he's building. Disrespected, he's building. And look how strong it made me. Now those who were responsible for the building coming to me to be built it. Come on. My building. God's building in me. Cause those was responsible for me being built to want to be built themselves. That's why it's so much more bigger than us. I had so many things happen to me and I still walked in love. 
I mean, things that I could even mention to you, you would say, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would still forgive that. I mean, that's too much right there. Every part of my life was like too much. I always had a too much moment. My entire life since I've been here, it's always been a too much moment. And I look up to God and say, you know, I'm not going to not believe. I will never walk away from you. Ever. No matter what I go through. I totally understand what Job been through. I totally understand. And I totally understand Job's outcome. Due to his obedience. Due to his love and his faith to God. In spite of what took place around him. And I love uh, Joseph's heart of forgiveness to his brothers who done that to him. Spent all those years away from your father, your brother, who you really love more than the others. Away from your home, away from your norm. Sold into slavery, doing labor for the glory God building. Too much is given, much is required. It was a lot required. And it's still a lot required. Because God considered me and crafted me as a leader. And you are definitely held responsible. To lead them in the way they should go. Hallelujah. Jesus. God had you hear my testimony because he wants you to see the truth. That's why he did what he did. He wanted to see you what happened behind closed doors. What is it like to stand? What is it like to rush God? What is it like to want to quit or fake or not know what's going on but still stand? All that really happens in the walk. People got you thinking it's all PG King all the time. That's why many people stop walking. They didn't know it was going to be like that because you didn't say anything about standing in the midst of all types of hell breaking loose. You don't explain your entire testimony. You only give your outcome. You don't give your beginning and your middle. From the CVA. So when they receive the beginning to even start their walk, they quit and they faint because they don't even want to go through it. And God had me to reveal parts of mine. Exposed parts of mine. So many areas. Forbid out of the will to end the will. What happens when that takes place? What happens when you say yes? Crying out, being obedient, getting up. But God said, get up, get up. He's showing obedience. Commanding your flesh to bless the Lord. Getting up at 12. Lay back down at 12.30. Get back up at 12.33. I will bless the Lord. Many times I was absolutely talking. I will bless the Lord at all times. At all times, guys. 
And every recording is in different times of the day at all times. People are going to always have things to say. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm going to do what God asked me to do. Sometimes he used me to go on Facebook. Sometimes he used me not to go on Facebook. And post up so many messages. Out of nowhere. To me out of nowhere. But to God he going somewhere with it. Because he see everything. And I'm obedient to do so. Who gets up on Facebook and say what God used him to say. Stop adding a third party in your bedroom. He's not speaking to someone who's single. You should have nothing and nobody in your bedroom single. Talking to the married folks. Jesus. Oh, he hit a nerve. He always do. But it's not the point. It's that you receive the conviction to be converted. It's not about when God used me to post up things and if regarding people who, who is responding to People are afraid to like and comment because they don't want to think it's them. See, you're thinking about people too much. Do it matter? Do it matter? If you receive something, receive it. Because no one in this earth can say they haven't been through and still experiencing anything at all. No one. No, not one. Doesn't matter how much you try to pretend. Add a girlfriend. A sister. Who invited me somewhere with her. Even though she had a negative motive. And she kept saying to me. I love your freedom. I love your freedom. How God used you to testify like that. I could never say that in front of people. Because I'm a leader. You have no idea what you just said. And you just promoted your own self and speaking words like that. First of all, you say you can never be used to set someone else free because that's what that is. Your testimony sets someone else free. So what are you saying? You ashamed of what God brought you from? Or you want to pretend that you've never been through anything? All of it is foolishness. All of it is a lie. So what you pretty much saying that you never sinned at all? So you're calling the cross a contradiction. Because he gave us life for us all. We were all made sinners, including you. No matter how much you try to dress it up to be like you're not. And God used me to expose a lot of imperfection. I noticed that in the body. Not to point no finger. And he uses he uses my imperfection to open you up in your imperfection. He didn't just have me stand like I ain't do nothing wrong. I came to you guys with my faults. Laid at the altar at his feet. I even repented to all of you for what I have done. Who does that? To get up and say, forgive me guys for being out of position. My part in the body, I was not... 
successfully doing my part because I wasn't there successfully spiritually forgive me for that and I mean it and God knows that moving 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 God can give me the word moving moving Jesus you know I said to myself, I endured all that. I endured people telling me I'm not good enough. I don't make enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm just not worthy enough. For God to so love me. That's what you're saying. That he so loved everyone else but me. Because we don't do of the work. It's not by our works. We are inherited inheritance of the kingdom. performance is not based upon your inheritance it shouldn't even be your performance at all and there's a lot of hidden truth and there are a lot of lies that are being exposed People who were looking so religious, so well put together, recruiting people to gain their they uh, understanding on how to be religious, think religiously, try to get them to promote books and go to school and open up businesses, doing all of that. And not even going before the Lord and asking him, what do he think about any of it? And that's why a lot of it is done and it's going to go undone because it's not even part of the plan. Now here you are with this degree for something that God have you in a whole number direction. And what could you have done in that wasted time? Because someone said to you, do this. And it sound good because how can it not, how can it be bad if you mention in God's name? It doesn't even matter. Because your relationship with God is that personal that you come to him on your own and not just allowing someone to tell you what to do. See, that's one thing about me that separates me from many. I never know one tell me what to do. I don't follow after a crowd. I stand out in the crowd. Not even on purpose. It's time to have so much fun. Enjoy life. Dance, laugh, celebrate. Stop being so uptight because our father is not. God had me testify about that wine incident. You know why? We think too much about it. If you didn't say nothing in your heart regarding it. So be it. Trust me. If he don't want you to do something, he'll let you know. You understand? God used me to open up a lot of doors that no man can never close. The enemy tried to close before me. Those were imitating doors, fake doors, to not to cause me not to walk through the doors that God has for me. 
And here God got me up at this time of morning, tossing and turning since the time I lined up. And kept saying, great change, great change, great change. Not even thinking about the change. Just saying yes to God, yielding to God. That's what matters. Yielding. Yielding. You ever wanted something in your house and you didn't even have it? Dang, I want some ice cream or something right now. I don't even have no ice cream. God. Jesus. I don't know why I just thought of that, guys. I mean, I got a sweet tooth right now. Oh, God. I told myself to lay off the sweets because I ain't really eat sweets. You know, my entire life, I barely ate. Like, I eat a slice of cake like every six months. Now I'm just like sweets mania. Oh, God. So I said, I'm just going to substitute the sweets for fruit. I don't want no fruit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> want no orange, apple, banana. I don't want that. I want cake. <laughs> Ice cream. <laughs> Whipped cream, all that kind of fudge, all that. Jeez. Jesus. My God. I just pictured a banana split. Strawberry Sunday shortcut. Shortcake Sunday, whatever. God. Cheesecake, cheese. My favorite dessert is strawberry shortcake. Do I really have a favorite, God? <laughs> I really don't. But I, I'm a huge fan of strawberry shortcake. But I, oh, yeah, thank you, God. No, it's lemon cake. Oh, gosh. Lemon cake, lemon on lemon. My Godfather, can I get a piece? Is the store open? Not yet. Be there first thing in the morning. Standing outside doing the open. Yeah, hi. Good morning. They're like, dang. She must be hungry. <laughs> Getting all sweets. Hallelujah. I love my relationship with God, how he talks to me. He'll tell me, if you eat them sweets, you better manage your weight. You know how you are about your weight. Yeah, you know. <laughs> You're gonna eat this, make sure you exercise much more than what you just ate. That's how God, that's how we do. And God know I'm gonna do exactly what I he just ate. Because <laughs> so I'm big on, you know, keeping myself up. I always been that way. I thank God for that. I calmed down a lot, guys. I mean, I used to wear like a gown to the mailbox. Like my best, like my Sunday best, just going to the mailbox. And they'd be like, where you going? Like, I mean, you know, I mean, where you think you're going? <laughs> I don't know. I always been like that. My uncles are like that. Like they wear tuxedos just to the grocery store. Three-piece tux just to, you know what I'm saying? Go to the car wash. And I, I guess, you know, it passed down to me. That's one thing I'm going to keep. One of the things I keep. But I held you guys long enough. I just thank God that I endured everything that came my way. It did not feel good, y'all, to be told the things I was told from people that I thought cared. What matters most is what God say. But to have people that had me thinking I was going to fellowship, and I was excited. I was like, okay, I never fellowship with you guys before, and I was honored. You know, I look up to every encounter, but I saw how deep you guys were in ministry in my church home, same as me. And you took me to go fellowship, but we never did. You're trying to tear me down. 
And I'm going to leave that alone because I already see the conviction taking place. The conversion taking place. And you know how I know? Because it stopped. But I didn't, it was going on for months before God released it to me. What was going on actually? It was about three months, four months. I'm going through that, you know, periodically thinking it's something that it's not. And then when God opened my eyes to see, because he wanted me to see, at first he did not. Because the thing is, it's so much bigger than him just showing me. If he showed me then, I probably wouldn't have came back. But God wouldn't have continued to allow them to know, you have nothing in me, devil. No matter who you think you can use, or any kind of words you can say, or deeds you can do, I shall not be moved. And that was God's point and purpose, to keep me going there. And then when I found out, I was like, ooh, God, what's going on? Oh, Lord. Oh, man, I don't want to go back. God was like, go back. I'm like, oh, no. Never think in my heart to retaliate. We, anyone can retaliate. Anyone can argue back. Anyone can put you out there according to your plan. But how glorious is it to uh, be quiet and let God move? Look at the glory of it now. Now, what if I said, what if I called you out on what you was doing? And what if we made you at a confrontation? Come on now. I thank God I was the bigger person. Thank you, God. Oh, God. A lot of things I thought about my church home is not going to be. I thought I was going to get married there and everything, do merch counseling there and everything. Not. God say no. We'll get married with my husband's family. He's not my husband yet, but with his family. I was like, what? Not here? No, there. It took me by a huge surprise. Because that was my plan. Not God's plan. And I'm okay with it. Because I'm in God's will. I love how God keep putting my heart to adapt. Adapt to what he's doing. Become familiarized with his plan, his plan, his plan. So whatever God wants to do right now, he's doing. I'm not nervous anymore, God. I'm not nervous anymore. I'm not telling you not to say anything anymore. Go ahead. You can say it. You can say it. Love you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So many changes for me and my son, guys. I'm not even gonna mention all the changes. God has prepared me for a huge change. I didn't expect God to say what he said. 
experience. So experience that exceedingly abundantly above what you guys will even think not to go all the way. And I'm here to go all the way. And I'm excited to go all the way. I didn't come this far to stop now regarding any source of information. God continue to download. In fact, open me up more. You see how I'm thinking? <laughs> Not just open me up like I was before. So whatever you had to say, open me up even more to hear. I'm open like never before, Father. God say be love. You might be love. You are my be love. The way we show God off, he show us off. And when you squeeze my hand, God. I'm going to tell you how gentle they is. They came to me because they wanted to tell me things. They knew it was going to take them coming to sit down and talk to me. Major changes because they know the plan that I thought I had was the plan I thought I was going to have. And they see their plan. And every area is their plan. And no area is yours. Nothing is your own. And I'm excited about the change. Whatever change you want to do, just do it. And whenever you're ready to do it, do it. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. Just whatever. It's whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> I just feel like staying here with you guys. Oh, God. New start. New beginnings. New everything. New everything. And new is better. New is better. I won't, God. You are. I'm still nervous. Yes. You see how you use me to talk to, to me? Using my voice at the same time? That's amazing. That's amazing. And now you show me the you know the little candies, uh, the Valentine's Day little hearts with the words on it, red words on it. He just showed me a whole like ball of those. I'm just saying, be mine, be mine. I'm yours. I'm yours. Forever. Okay? And one heart say one. Okay? Alright, God. Do your thing, God. Can I lay back down now? feels like a pop took place. Whenever God wants to say something, I love it. It is very powerful. He would say, shh. So I can full attention. Yes, God, I'm listening. Everything included. Everything included. Alright. I don't even know what that means, God. To be honest, I, you know I don't know. You know my heart. I don't know what you mean. 
Everything included. It is what it is. Everything included. Okay, everything included. Thank you. Angel number 22. I see you all the time and I still don't remember what you mean. All right, angel number 22. We done did this yesterday, guys. And here you go, Angel number 22. Stop the music. <laughs> Hold on. And okay. After this, I'm going to bed, guys. I'm telling, I'm telling you, I'm going to bed. All right, Angel. Hey. Where that cake at though? Oh my god, I eat cake like 2 11 in the morning. Trust me, I won't gain no weight. I won't let myself gain no weight. I definitely would not let myself gain no weight. Ah. All right. Okay. Okay. Angel 22 encourages you to bring things through to fruition on both the spiritual and material planes. The angel is messaging you. To maintain your convictions and keep an optimistic outlook and a positive attitude as your desires are currently being manifested for you. Dang. Let me read that again. <laughs> okay, I'll read it again. <laughs> okay, Father, I'm reading it. <laughs> to bring God, God is so resource about this. The souls. I know, Father. I know. You care about your kids. I know. I know. Uh, don't make me cry, God. Just, I know. All right. Uh, Angel 22. Encourage you to bring things through. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. All right. Angel 22. Encourages you to bring things through to fruition on both the spiritual and, spiritual and material planes. Angel 22 is a message from your angels to maintain your convictions and keep an optimistic outlook and a powerful and positive attitude as your desires are currently being manifested for you. God say read further. Okay. <sighs> wow. <laughs> okay. Curries, okay. Curries the weight of glory of duality, adaptability, Insight and selflessness. Jesus. The high <clears throat> vibration is symbolizing turning your desires into manifestations. Jesus. God keeps saying, keep reading, God. All right, God. Okay, symbolize intuition, emotions, balance, diplomacy. Harmony, adaptability, and redemption. Oh, All right. Okay. It's the last one, God. It symbolizes love, relationships, partnerships, balance, and spirituality. Love reigns among the people who possesses this number. All right. Thank you, Father. All right, God. It's the last one. Okay, 
Alright, angels is telling you that you are on the verge of attaining spiritual wisdom of the highest order in the highest order. Okay, thank you. Alright. Thank you for your words. Thank you, Angel, for showing up saying what you said. You know what, angels, a lot of times you guys give me songs, you give me um symbols and you give me even words. God God speak through words. The Bluetooth device is ready to pair. Let me shut it down. The words, you always speak in words. <laughs> You guys always speak in words a lot, but now, you know, signifying, oh, I just shut it down. Can you just tell me? It signifies love. Thank you. Thank you. Pure divine love. Thank you. I receive it. All right, guys, I thank you so much. I'm about to lay back down and um, enjoy getting up early and uh, get that cake <laughs> for real. But no, seriously, greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I love you guys. I thank God for the change taking place in your life in such a time as this, guys. I love you so much. God's saying it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. My God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. I enjoy the happening. It's happening. I receive the happening. I love you. I love all of you.